0: What's up, what's up, what's up, Snap Survivors? I am Tasha Pierce, this is After The Snap, a virtual refugee camp for everyone affected by Thanos Snap. How's it going today? Hope everybody is having a splendid, fantastic, fantabulous day, and I am too. Thank you very much. Uh, First things first, we've got our first review, on iTunes, on Apple Podcast, or whatever you want to call it. It is from Davina Lark in Texas. And it says, uh, I love the movies, but I have learned a lot from your conversations. Keep up the great work. And she gave us five stars. Where are you at? Not Davina Lark. I know where she is because she went ahead and gave us our review and a rating. Where are you at? I need you to get over to Apple Podcasts or iTunes or whatever they're calling this thing nowadays, and just go ahead and give us that five-star rating, and you can give us a review. Just say, hey, she talks about Marvel. I don't know. Whatever you want. I could care less what it says, unless you have some very pertinent information that will help make the show better, but I am more concerned about going ahead and getting some ratings up so that the 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 show will move up in the rankings when people search for mcu podcast after the snap will be one of the top ones that show up that's that's what i'd like to see and i'd like your help in doing that if that's too hard how about just subscribing and sharing forget writing the review the rating and the review was the second half of the term paper the first half of the turn paper will subscribe and share, and you will know what turn paper I'm talking about if you were a member of the After the Snap page on Facebook or the Snap Survivor page on Facebook. So, if you're not, if you're not, I'm still going to give you an opportunity to rectify that situation. Head over to Facebook like after the snap the page, join the Snap Survivor group and you would know that there's a little competition, a little friendly competition because Trailer Watch 2018 is in full effect. And what that means is we know that an Avengers 4 trailer is coming soon. How soon? I believe that it is coming within the next not the next five days why why do i feel this way i'm glad you asked the russo brothers are having a infinity war watch with a group of uh contestants who won tickets in los angeles so collider was having a a a contest A few people won, a few, probably a couple hundred people won, and they will get to be in attendance along with the Russo brothers for a special watch of Infinity War. Now, why would the Russo brothers need to attend this event unless they had something just great to share or they wanted to see the audience's reaction to something? I submit that that trailer is coming out Wednesday, November 28th, due to the fact that the Russos are going to be in attendance at this fan event. Also, if that's not enough evidence for you, I've got a little bit more. Also, on December 5th, a prelude comic to Avengers 4, will be hitting shelves at your favorite comic book retailer. And that wouldn't be important, except that book is gonna have to have a title. And I'm pretty sure they're not gonna give us the title on a comic book before they give us the title in a trailer. Makes sense? Okay, so to me, That trailer is coming out Wednesday, in my opinion, my honest opinion. And on Wednesdays, I work from nine to five. And, you know, uh, I may not be right in front of a computer or right in front of a television or have my phone in my hand or any of the other ways that we reach the outside world when we're out here adulting. So, my competition to you would be join the After the Snap group join the snap survivors group and if you are the first person to break the news that the trailer has dropped to me then you will be a guest on a future episode of after the snap it's not hard you can do this you can go right over to facebook and 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 just like the page i hope you do because that's the more people that do it, the more chances there are of me not missing this trailer when it first comes out. So good luck. Um, also, if that's too hard, if you want to if you still want to help the podcast, but it's too hard to share and subscribe and it's too hard to rate and review or it's too hard, to like us on Facebook. You know you can like us on Twitter at Snap After, Instagram at AfterTheSnap 2018. But that's neither here nor there. If those things are too hard, you can go over to patreon.com slash after the snap and be a become a patron. For one dollar per month, I will give you a survivor shout out at the uh, beginning of on future episode for $5 a month I will give you uh, after the snap button and you'll also get a survivor shout out for $10 a month you will get an after the snap button and after the snap mug and a survivor shout out and for anything more than that you will get and after the snap button, and after the snap mug, and after the snap t-shirt, heck, that's the Survivor's Kit, you will get a full Survivor's Kit, a Survivor's shout out and my top patron every month will get to sit in on a bonus episode with um, either me or me and Galen, depends on the luck of the draw, I guess, on that one, but how exciting is that? So once a month, we'll have a bonus episode with the highest patron for the month. Um, There's lots of little groovy knickknacks with the After the Snap logo you can get. And you would be helping the podcast improve uh, equipment to the freighter cost of the uh, hosting service and things like that. Not right now. I'm in no danger. I can handle it right now. But as the podcast gets bigger, I would like to see us make improvements. And you can help. Okay, all that being said, uh, going back in time. Back just a few minutes to talk about this trailer again. Because there is a fan who does not agree with me about the date of the Infinity War trailer. And if this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. But you will find out that I love fan theories. I absolutely love the thought that's put into a lot of these fan theories. And recently, a fan on Reddit came up with this uh, scenario. He said, I remembered the amount of possible outcomes that Doctor Strange saw to be 14,605,000, and then everything clicked. What if, when the countdown reaches that number, or relatively close to that number, the trailer is released? While I'm writing this, the countdown is at 161 days, and for my idea to work, the trailer would have to be released when the countdown is at 140 days the countdown would be at 140 days on December 13th, which is a Thursday. Now, this theory holds a little weight because December 13th actually coincides with the premiere of Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. And also, interestingly, uh, uh, even more interestingly, even more interest, interestingly, that's not right. But anyway, even more interesting, I think, (laughs) Marvel has started the countdown for the movie. So if you go to the um, Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe page, what you're going to see is a countdown clock. So this is a pot, it's actually, it's not, a bad idea it's not something that uh doesn't make sense it makes actually it, it takes a lot of took a lot of thought to get here so it doesn't uh I guess it's not a stupid theory or it took a lot of thought and it does make sense but it doesn't make sense I would hate to watch I would hate to wait all the way clean until December 13th for this trailer especially when that prelude comic is coming out december 5th so unless they're going to push that comic back as well this trailer just doesn't work for me what do you think by the time you leave it in the comments below guess what we'll either know (laughs) that the trailer came out wednesday or not but still leave me a comment send me an email after the snap at gmail.com tell me what you think The movie industry has always kind of used religion as an underlying theme. Science fiction and fantasy movies sometimes use this subtext with great success. We've seen this in the Truman Show, where Ed Harris, Kristoff, and it is spelled C-H-R-I-S-T-O-F, so Kristoff is the god to Jim Carrey's Truman, true man. So true man and Christ off. So you get it. Um, in Man of Steel, or almost any carnation of Superman, Jor-El sends his only son to Earth, where Kal-El becomes the savior to humankind. I know that sounds familiar. The Matrix infuses the theologies of several different religions in Neo, who is prophesied about and eventually saves his people then in prometheus we find a crew that is basically seeking god and here we have the engineer sacrificing himself to save mankind in an alien immaculate conception so you do the connect you connect the dots star wars is just one huge religious war between the jedi and the siths and even on tv on tv star trek uh, Deep Space Nine has a religious arc that culminates with an epic battle between good and evil and a sacrifice for the greater good. One of my favorites that's just a little fantasy, it's not, not very much sci fi, is Pleasantville. David and his sister Jennifer enter a 1950s black and white TV show. Jennifer is like the serpent in the Garden of Eden. She introduces the the knowledge of good and evil to the inhabitants of the fictional town of Pleasantville, and each person touched by this knowledge becomes a full-color version of themselves. So that's a great movie. You would have to see that one. So what does this have to do with Infinity War? Well, you know, I saw the movie a million times now at this point, and after the, the first time I watched it, I really was just watching it to explore the themes. And um, loss and sacrifice were among the messages that really stood out. And then I focused on Thanos as the, the story's protagonist. So right from the beginning, I thought the children of Thanos was like a creepy cult. They spoke of Thanos being the equivalent of salvation. And even in death, the victims themselves had become children of Thanos and that really began to sound familiar to me then Thanos gets all talkative and announces his presence with I am which happens to be the two words the God of the Bible uses to describe himself I am then if you're not particularly convinced that Thanos is playing God right before the first snap of the movie the next snap Loki tells him that he will never be a god which pretty much uh solidifies the fact that that's exactly what the mad titan wants to be thanos sets about filling his gauntlet doing the dirty work when necessary uh he used warfare on xandar he defeated powerful adversaries on the asgardian uh, refugee ship and then he laid down his armor at this at this point he became less the vengeful deity because he could collect the last four stones without destroying whole worlds in the process. Uh, there are biblical stories in which God destroyed entire populations for not worshiping him. And this, pr- this practice pretty much stopped when he sent uh, his son to earth to die. And speaking of which, Thanos had to similarly sacrifice his favorite daughter by throwing her off a precipice and he felt sorrow for doing this. So Thanos goes on, collects the last two stones waged in one last battle against Earth's mightiest heroes and then made the gesture that completed his purpose. Now, here's the connecting tissue. The Bible tells us that Jesus will return not in the snap of a finger but in the blink of an eye. There's going to be this climactic event that will either a take all his believers off Earth and into heaven, or b remove all unbelievers from Earth in a war to end all wars. Uh, There are a lot of terms for these events: the Great Tribulation, the Apocalypse, Armageddon. The church I once belonged to called it the Rapture. So how ironic. That Thanos completed his purpose in not the blink of an eye, but the snap of a finger. The Snapture, if you will. Uh, He erased half the universe, not because he wanted their adoration, but because he strongly believed that the world's resources would run out, making the universe null. There was no criteria for how to survive. It was 50-50. Of course, with our technology, if half of the population disappears, we could probably count on half of the people that survive the Snapture, or Rapture, or whatever. Half of those people who survive are going to die in the chaos that ensues afterwards. Then Thanos, in another godlike quality, disappears after he starts these dominoes to cascade. Finally, Finally, we're taught that when God created the world, he worked for six and then he rested. Thanos also worked for six infinity stones and then he rested and I rest my case. Thanos is a God and even though his intentions were good, his methods were truly fucked up. Most people can agree after watching the movie That there had to be a better way especially since he had so much power at his disposal they just can't seem to see it the same way when we talk about their God and there we have it I thought that the directors of uh, Infinity War were definitely Shining a religious light on Thanos and making him godlike, and making his children of Thanos a little creepy cult, and making all this symbolism and all of the vocabulary work up to this moment where the god finally lives out his purpose. But that's not where the episode ends. Today, I also have a a little commentary i hope i didn't lose anybody by the way with the whole god thing i'm not telling anybody how to uh worship i was just making commentary based upon how i saw it if you feel differently i welcome your opinion after the snap at gmail.com or you could come over to facebook and we can do it you know we can we can discuss it in an open forum so more people can weigh in on the opinions so that being said i i made a uh it's coming too uh with galen on friday but i made a, a a post on the snap survivors page and i won't even tell you what the post was because i'd like to leave that as a surprise whenever galen and i get to talk about that but um in the comments on this post, I made the comment that Thanos was an eco-terrorist. And I got a little blowback. Thanos wasn't no eco-terrorist. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. So I'm like, yes, he was. Because by definition, an eco-terrorist is uh, a person who uses violence or sabotage to... uh to hinder activities that are considered harmful to the environment. And Thanos' whole mission was to make sure that the resources of the universe were not depleted by overpopulation. So he didn't use, I wouldn't call it violence when once he got to the point of the snap. Because that was probably the best, the, the, most, the least painful way that you could uh, eliminate half of the universe. But the dude went, like laid waste to entire planets. That's how he got his kids. He did this for, for thousands or hundreds of thousands of years. This dude is an eco-terrorist. I'm sorry. I actually like this incarnation of Thanos better as an eco-terrorist. Then it's a love-struck dummy over, over uh, death. So, uh, I would prefer him to be an equal terrorist. Even though you know, if like I said, totally fucked up methods are all the way fucked up. There's no way that I can like make an excuse for Thanos' behavior. He behaved very purplely, and you're gonna understand what a purple person behaves like in just a moment because. I'm going to talk about the MCU tie in novel by Barry Liga. It's called Titan Consumed. And it uh, was recently, in the last couple of weeks, released. And it is not strict canon. So it was written uh, by Barry Liga with uh, cooperation from Marvel Studios. And it was finished. He was finished writing prior to the release of of Avengers Infinity War. But he gets a lot of the plot points from Infinity War correct. Even though his book was done before that movie was released. So we do know that he was working very close with Marvel Studios. But I'm bringing this up because it ties into the conversation a lot because of course, Thanos, uh, the Church of Thanos, is he? Does he have a, a church? The children of Thanos will be considered a cult. They're they're his church. But also, his upbringing uh, may have caused him to be this. I won't even call it his upbringing. His heritage may have caused him to be come this eco terrorist. And I'm going to explain. And it's all from the MCU tie-in novel by Barry Liga. Okay, so we're going to start with the Eternals. The Eternals were created by a group of godlike entities known as the Celestials. Ego, the deadbeat father of Peter Quill, was a Celestial. The Celestials created the Eternals and the Deviants to represent the heroic and demonic aspects of human nature. So they are both Superpowered beings, and they've been at war with each other for millennia. Now, their superpowers exceed anything we've seen before in the MCU, except for Ego and Guardians Volume 2 and Thanos once he got the stones. Now, Thanos is an eternal, he's an eternal deviant hybrid, hence his purple skin and weird features. Now, purple to Titanians, to the Titans, purple. Is the color of death now how can eternals give birth to a deviant they have genetic links to the uh, deviants which makes it like it's it's a mutation that only appears once in every whatever and Thanos happened to be the one he was like his mother was so terrified when she had this deviant child that she tried to kill him she went crazy and she was gonna kill him At birth. So, there's that. Uh, Thanos, his eternal side gives him superhuman strength, endurance, reflexes, and agility. It also grants him a very long life as he seemingly doesn't age or suffer from diseases or illnesses. So, this uh, tie-in novel is Thanos' origin story, and I believe this is this is why my thought processes go to. Uh, we first of all we're gonna we're gonna learn a whole, whole heck of a lot more about Thanos and his mission, but secondly we learn about Thanos' father, Alars. We learn about his brother, uh, Star Fox and we learn about his mother, with who wanted to kill him, <laughs> but coming to that, all of that was said because we know that we're going to the cosmic side of the MCU uh, in Phase 4. We know that uh, these superpowered beings, the Eternals, the Deviants, the Celestials, are all far more powerful than the Avengers on their best day. There's nothing the Avengers could do with these groups of people nothing so does it stand the reason that we're going to get the Deviants and the Eternals movies and it's going to detail their their uh their ongoing feud with one another and also the Celestials uh by them creating the Eternals and the Deviants, are we going to explore them a little bit more? Are we going to leave the Avengers behind? Because Galen and I spoke on this uh, last week, and he was of the opinion that we're going to see more Avengers movies, and I agree with him. I believed at that time we were going to see more Avengers movies. But with these super introduction in this tie-in novel of these super-powered beings um are we gonna just get a whole lot of cosmic and a lot less earth-based superheroes Kevin Feige himself said we're gonna go to the cosmos after this uh after Avengers 4 so there's a theory rumor that the post-credit scene from Avengers 4 will possibly um involve some of the characters from this novel the mcu tie-in novel titan consumed and uh again thanos it's it's a thanos origin story and it is going to feature a lot with his brother who is the exact opposite of thanos he's a womanizer his powers he, besides all of the the powers that the the Eternals have, he's more human-looking, and he can he can uh, awaken the lustful spirit. I'll say that nicely. He he awakens the lustful spirit in people when he becomes close. And like one of the few people that this doesn't work on is Thanos. <laughs> Thanos say, I ain't got no lust, man. I don't have that. I, only person I lust after in the comic books was death and the only thing I'm lusting after is to get this snap on so I can save the, the whole universe because I feel like I'm that so I said that his heritage is what led Thanos to this point point. and purple to, ty- to the Titans was the color of death now we heard Galactus Galen speak on who else comes in purple but thanos may because his his deviant gene manifested as a purple hue with a purple hue maybe it was his destiny to be the bringer of death and he wanted to just start it on titan because titan they were doing this whole terraforming thing and they couldn't build out anymore so they started building up and thanos was giving them the business like hey we need to go ahead and slaughter half the <laughs> half of the population and they exiled him and look what happened he became a warlord a cult leader and an eco terrorist now i don't know how i'm wrapping this this episode up it was just so much that i wanted to say about thanos and so So much more can be said, and I'm pretty sure that once Mr. Galen listens to this episode that I decided to do by myself without him, he's going to have a commentary, and I'm inviting the commentary. I know there are a few people who are not going to agree with me. I am inviting the commentary. Bring the noise. Okay, so um, I guess I'll wrap it right there with what, you know, as far as thanos goes the church of thanos goes and all of that i'm gonna wrap that right there boom put a little gift wrap on it bam it's right there okay so in closing in closing i'd like to invite you all to uh go ahead and watch iron man and once you finish watching it make your notes because there's going to be a test on friday when Galen and I discuss the original movie Iron Man and who was your favorite actor to play the character Iron Man. That's the homework assignment. You can go ahead and you can can send me an email. You can put it in the uh, comments on one of these posts on the Facebook page. Who was your favorite actor to play Iron Man? Okay, so that's for the watch party, that's the second movie in the watch party we've already done. Captain America, the first Avenger. We're gonna have Iron Man and... Uh, oh, let me see, make sure that... I'm, I'm trying to make sure I get it in the proper order from the timeline that was just released. So let me, let me look at my notes to see, make sure I got it. The timeline that was just released It says uh, in 2010, there was Iron Man, and in 2011, we're going to watch, it's not in 2011, the following week, we're going to watch Iron Man 2. So, Iron Man this week, Friday, next week, Friday, we're going to do Iron Man 2. Um, And that starts Fury's Big Week. So, I think that one of our episodes needs to be about Fury's Big Week, because I do believe that there will be a call back to that in Avengers 4. Don't hold your breath for any of this stuff. This is just some Tasha stuff. I, I speculate on these things. And I think I think I have a method to my madness. I hope you guys are understanding all this rambling today. So, we know Iron Man this week, Friday. Next week, Friday, Iron Man 2. And that begins Fury's Big Week, the next two movies will fall in line with that. Okay. So last but not least, I got to do what I what I do all the time. I have to tell you, thank you for listening. I have to ask you to please don't forget to go over to uh, iTunes and sub- subscribe and share the, the, the podcast and then rate and review the podcast. You guys know that I was going to ask for uh homework assignments to be turned in and the only person who's got an a right now is davina lark she's the only person who turned in her homework i'm so upset with you so you got another chance turn in the subscribe and share part of your homework and then the next time we talk i'd like to see you with the rate and review part of your homework got it got it good okay so, we got that part out of the way. I've already told you about patreon.com slash afterthesnap. You can join any tier of the group, uh, however you want to do it. You can also just paypal, paypal.me slash afterthesnap. If you want to just make a donation and you don't want to be tied to a monthly donation, whatever, completely understand. If you like to donate to the podcast, we would like to take it from you. Thank you. And um, what else do we have? What else do we have? I think. I think I, I did that. I did that. Keep your eyes open for that trailer. Be the person who tells me. Come and sit with, well, join us on Skype. Galen and myself. And uh we can chop it up and you can tell me how you disagree with everything that i just said in today's episode and i had to show out i had to do this when galen wasn't with me i can't wait till he hears this one hi galen so anyway you all um have a great night have a great week uh and i guess yeah i guess i'll catch you on the flip